Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Train again, and he's got it! Gavin was closing in. Oh, Gavin has scored! Abdul Osman against Brad Jones to put Liverpool out of the cup and not to three! Hello and welcome to It's All Cobblers to Me. I'm Charles and joining me as always, and it's delightful to see them uh, back here recording after spending some of Saturday with them. Uh, it's uh, Chesie and Danny are here. Hey guys, you okay? Hello. <laughs> Jeffy's almost there. <laughs> Jeffy's almost there. You've got a very, very croaky voice, haven't you? Yeah, I I thought I just said to them, I thought I'd got away with it, but evidently not. <laughs> Sorry, listeners. Uh, it's going to be a real struggle for you. <laughs> and me. Uh, it might be a struggle for all of us, to be honest. I'm absolutely shattered after attending the end of season awards on Sunday night and then coming home on Monday and now we're recording on Monday night. I just want my bed, Danny, I'll be honest. Yeah. Go for a dark a room. This is basically what I did on Saturday night, dark room, alone with my thoughts, away from yeah. it all. It was physically and mentally exhausting, the entire thing, I think. It, it's, it's, it made more exhausting, I think, by the fact that how much we put into it. If we'd have been shit, if we'd have lost 5-0 and we could just complain and moan about it, Mm. then fine it's almost more it's more like able to process that but because we've actually gone especially like second half against Bradford and given it fans players everyone just giving it everything mm-hmm. to try and win that game of football it makes it so much more exhausting when what happened happened you just, you're sat there thinking I know what I'll, we want to win this game we almost won that game didn't even cross your mind that they're going to go at the other end of the score because we're so dominant and then for that sucker punch to happen, it's devastating. Um, and it's, it, it felt like a playoff semi-final defeat, if I'm honest. Like mm-hmm. that that level of sucker punch to it, like wow, like straight to the heart of just like this is it was there for us, and it's just been taken away again. And it's 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 exhausting, and it's nothing the players have done, it's nothing the managers have done, it's nothing tactically. It's it's just the moment where football can give you so many highs, so many amazing moments, but you realise that a lot of the time it can just come and give you an absolute gut-wrenching moment like that as, as well. And we've got we've got to lift ourselves and try and win a last game of the season and still try and do it. And I'm glad, kind of glad in a way that we've got 
seven, eight, nine game line days to do it and just to just to process it all again. And because I think by the time Thursday, Friday, Saturday comes, we'll be well up for it again. Rumour has it that it's going to be on Sky as well. That brings more eyeballs to it and stuff, more, you know, whatever to it. But I think at the moment it's just still so raw and so, like, gutting. So gutting. I, I mean, you, you made me feel so sad then that you even made my little boy Rory start crying in the background. I don't know whether anyone heard that. But... <laughs> Have that effect on people. You probably just saw my beard on the screen and thought, what the hell is that? <laughs> um, oh, but uh, yeah, before before we talk about the game, um, Chelsea's obviously got very little voice. Um, and uh, you're very lucky, listeners, that you're getting this podcast because on Saturday at about... I don't know, 2.55, I pledged to never speak to these two ever again <laughs> um, after the most ridiculous of secrets was revealed to me. Um, yeah, and yeah, I'm just going to say it. You two and Neil, pricks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, on Saturday, just before kickoff, um, as Rory now is upset about me telling this story, it would seem. <laughs> um, we, um, well, I believed we were going to go and have our photo taken, handing over a big comedy-sized check to the Community <laughs> Trust, which, which is something that Danny was meant to do a few weeks ago, but they lost the check, and that, that bit of the story is completely and utterly true. Um, for some unknown reason, you know, I didn't, even think twice about how or why they would, would they really just get the photo redone three or four weeks later? Don't know. Anyway, it turns out we're there on pitch side at about a quarter to three. And uh, as the four of us stood there and Gareth Wilshire, and then Gareth Wilshire turns around and basically tells me to go and stand over essentially where the, I think where the ball was, was the ball on a plinth. It's quite a bit of a blur, so, yeah. but like right in front of the tunnel, basically. Um, just saying the words, your friends are liars. Uh, <laughs> His <laughs> I was like, I don't know what's going on. Amazing, Charles yeah. thought he was playing left back for, for a bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> thought I got the call. I, I was like, you see, I don't think you want me playing. Honestly, there's, there's several time, million people. Remember that time a, a fan tried to play in pre-season and they didn't let him. Oh like, yeah. By the way, your friends yeah. are liars. You actually <laughs> talk to. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, you're, you're going in to give the team talk. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. ridiculous. Like, oh yeah, that. Yeah, what what other ideas went through your head of what the what the hell is going on? Because you, you right. So uh, so for anybody that doesn't know, um, ridiculously, uh, I was named as the Frank Large Supporter of the Year, which, by the way, is a load of rubbish. But thank you so much. Um, not the award. The can we just clarify? The, the fact that not I got it is, is rubbish. Sorry, not the award. Oh my god, is that what it sounded like? You can tell yeah, absolutely. By the way, the, um, the award it, is incredible. Just uh, as a as a, as a it, ridiculously rubbish. As a side to that, it's not ridiculous, Charles. But carry on. Yeah, it's not ridiculous uh, either. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, it certainly feels like it from where I'm sat. And and the first thing that I want to say is that it shouldn't be just me, and it should be these two and Neil as well. And from my perspective and my way of looking at it, maybe this is just my way of dealing with the situation of this, but it ripples, if that makes sense. So you guys deserve that as much as I do. Um, But thank you very much. Well done for keeping it a secret. Um, It was a really difficult secret to keep, by the way. 
Yeah, I'm sure it was, especially when Danny's saying something ridiculous about a massive comedy check and a photo. <laughs> I mean, well, that did give me reason to. to that gave me reason to to kind right. of to, yeah it, it gave it an easy kind of lead in i guess to say like oh you're gonna we've got to go and redo this now that all three of us four of us are there mm. um you should have probably realized that something was up when neil was the one rounding us all up and saying it's time to go in lads we need to go in now do you know what was the one keeping us all in check you should you should have figured something was going on there sure <laughs> so so this is this is what it is and i don't you know this might sound a bit like i'm blowing my own trumpet uh Blow it. for this side of things the the podcast or or anything cobbles related but just personally at the moment for me work has been exceptionally good I'm busy, really busy, to the point where I've not really had a chance to think about anything else. Um, and that includes this podcast. You know, we've been coming on at like Sunday nights to record usually at eight o'clock and I'm not doing as much or I haven't had the chance to do as much prep as I would normally do for stuff. Now, whether that's made it better or worse, I don't know. I'll let you guys be the judge of that. But um, it's just been my mind has basically been filled with so much work stuff that that's my excuse here for not twigging in the slightest that there was something strange going on but you are right danny because first of all neil was early yeah <laughs> really early as well <laughs> that doesn't not normally i mean grant granted it's um you know, I'm not always there at the games, but quite often on our WhatsApp group, uh, Danny or Chesy will be at the ground and they'll just be in the thing saying, "We're, I'm here, blah, 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 blah. And Neil's like, not left yet. And it's like five to three or something ridiculous. <laughs> some sort of DIY accident has gone on. <laughs> yeah, some, yeah, some very, very strange, surreal and odd mishap has, has taken place. Uh, in in Neil's world, uh, and he's not left until very close to kickoff. Anyway, so the first thing was that he was actually there early. The second thing, actually, was the fact that, so at Cars Bar, by the way, I thought it was really, really good on on Saturday. Um, The atmosphere before the game was, was, was brilliant. We were stood on the outside bit of Cars Bar, and I was in the queue for the outside bar, and that's when Chessie arrived. And Chesie was going up. Yeah, you and your fudge that you'd bought for the people that you sit next to for putting up, or your mum had bought for them for putting up with you all season, which is a lovely, lovely thing um, for you guys to have done for them. I saw you, and then you went obviously to go in to do your fudge or whatever it to do your fudge, (laughs) fudge. to go and give your fudge (laughs) or whatever it was that you'd gone to do. And um, then you. You had to come and collect me. Yeah, well, I went back to Neil and Danny at first, and Neil was like, well, where's Chessie? Where is she? And, like, again, that, that, looking back now, is another one of those, why didn't I twig something was going on here? (laughs) Because Neil wouldn't have normally, I don't mean this in a bad way to you, Jeffy, at all, but normally Neil wouldn't be so concerned about where you are, right? (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. He would not have cared. No. God bless him. He wouldn't have entered his head. And then, and then when we went, I, I think I asked you, Danny, didn't I? I sort of said, right, what time do we need to go in for this yep. thing? Because I'll be honest with you, I was so nervous about the game. I was, I was almost gently physically shaking. Very, very nervous. 
And all I wanted really was to get this silly photo thing <laughs> out of the way. All I wanted was to go and get in my seat and get the game started. It was all week we've been doing on Twitter, is it Saturday yet? Is it Saturday yet? And then on Saturday it was then, is it three o'clock yet? And it literally was that all the way through my mind on the Saturday was hurry up time. (laughs) And then when, yeah, that Yeah, so Charles came to collect me for reference. Oh, and I felt really bad about that, by the way. Going to interrupt you delivering your fudge. So I went to deliver my fudge to the lovely people I sit next to. And Charles goes, I'm really sorry, can I steal you? And as we're walking away, he goes, in slightly more colourful form, stupid check. <laughs> Effectively like, I can't believe we've got to go and have this photo. This is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, he was absolutely furious. <laughs> and I was like, this is great, because <laughs> he's really gross. <laughs> I was just like, I was like, I felt so rude. It's fine. You know, coming to interrupt you, you know, you'd, you'd spoken to your season ticket friends. And, and bless my, if for people that don't know, when I talk about Sean as quite an animated character, that's very far from what he is. He's a very shy man. So I left him with the budge. Yeah, you did, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, Lovely. like I came and got you and then we're going to, and I'm like that going, oh, we went down to the front and we get down. I mean, to be fair, it was, it was very nice down at the front. I was like, oh, look at us looking all important. This is fun, isn't it? And uh, Mark Hughes was right behind us. Yeah, yeah as cool as a cucumber. Yeah, it was sure. like, and I've said this several times, several people already, but it was almost like he was just going to the theatre to see a show. It was, yeah. yeah he just was, sat there, chilling, waiting, waiting for it to begin, chilling, legs folded. You know, sat there as if he was, you know, in Sunday an afternoon in an armchair. Exactly. Yeah, and um, yeah, it was. It was very surreal, that moment. And to be honest with you, like I, I actually didn't have a clue what was going on, even when it was happening. Because <laughs> literally, I went I went and stood over, you know, in the middle of the tunnel, going, well, what am I doing? I don't know anybody that stood here. You were just looking at us, and we were just basically laughing in your face. You were. You lot were just wetting <laughs> yourselves. And I was like, well, what am I doing? Really funny thing is, one of my, one of my mates sits in the West Stand and took a photo of me, you know, from the West Stand. And I'm, I, I've got my back to the West Stand at this point. And he sent me this photo, which is just me stood there, basically looking like I don't know what's going on with the words underneath. You don't know what you're doing is what he sent to me. <laughs> and when I saw him later on, I went, no, you're, you're completely right. I had no idea what was going on in that moment. And then, um, yeah, Richard Large uh, introduced himself to me uh, and and said hello, and then introduced me to the rest of his family. Uh, I, and you will have to forgive me if any of you are listening. Please forgive me for this, but because I was just in such a, I don't know what's going on. I didn't really take everything in, um, and so I, I can't unfortunately remember if this is correct. But I, I, I think Richard's brother was it. So Richard is Frank Large's son, I want to say, and um, yeah, that introduced his brother, and then I think his two sons to me. I think that was who it was. And then I just heard over the tannoy the announcement of it, and I was just yeah. Be honest with you, I was I was very 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 surprised and very shocked, and there was a little bit of like. I felt so much of a fraud. 
Oh, child, don't put yourself down like that. I know, I know, and has said this to me, but I I really don't, you know, know, I don't do this for accolades. I don't do it for money or awards, even though they're nice. You know, I don't, you know, I do it because actually it's really fun sitting here with you guys and Neil chatting about, you know, the one thing that we've all got in common and, and that's the cobblers. And the fact that you guys that are listening right now listen is amazing it does you know, blow our mind that people listen to this yeah. as well doesn't it on a weekly yeah. basis it's nonsense i mean we basically i've just spent the last 15 minutes taking over going me 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 and you're all quite happily listening to it i hope we uh, loved it, every, we loved it. Dawn said to me what was your reaction when charles was getting his award and i just when we all just laughed at him it's just laughing <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> just laughing. basically I, yeah, like I said, I think I just came over to you, didn't I? To sh- I showed you what it, you know, because you'd not seen it, had you? I, I, I presume no, so no. I showed you it and then swore at you all. Yeah. And then I think, and also, dad. you also were, were very upset with me, even halfway through the match, to which everybody around me <laughs> thought that we'd had a falling out. <laughs> I went, I went, I, I went for a, a, a wee, uh, I don't know, half 20 minutes the first in, half, yeah. yeah. And uh, I'm, I'm down like in front of the, the, the upper tier and walking past you. I, I genuinely asked if you were all right. Yeah, you, you were just like, you're all right. And I went, not talking to you. <laughs> and everyone was like, oh, yeah. I what have you realize. done? I mean, me and you obviously knew, but everyone else was like, oh dear. Domestic, what's going on? Podcast done. Yeah, <laughs> that's the end. It's like the Spice um, Girls yeah. splitting up. I'll take that. Splitting up's the end. <laughs> But yeah, so um, so thank you. Well, thank you to you guys first of all, because um, without you, the pod doesn't really work. And thank you to um, the club, obviously, because without the club, then the podcast wouldn't exist. But also, obviously, you know, thank you for choosing me over what must be thousands of other people uh, that are just as deserving, if not more. And thank you to everyone that listens. So yeah, so thank you very much. Um, it's a shame that the um, you know that was the um, gave me a bit of a mixed emotion afterwards because obviously I felt very gutted about the game, about the result. But there was there was you know obviously a bit of happiness mixed in for the other reason of the award. Um, uh, yeah, I'd like to say a bit so. weird. I'd like to say it settled the nerves a bit, but I don't think it did at all. I laughed for a couple of minutes and forgot about it for a split second. But then as soon as we walked back off the pitch, I was like, oh no, here we go. Yeah, <laughs> I was literally yeah. just jumping about him on the seat. Like, not I wasn't able to sit still. And when the game started, it actually made me a little bit less nervous. But I think before the game, when there's all the build-up and stuff, I just like so like wanting to get it and get, get it going. Because mm. when the game's going, you can't do that, you know. Yeah, you've got nothing to control of you when it, once it's happening. Home. Yeah. 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 Um, well, look, let's take... Uh, our break slightly early uh, and when we come back we'll we'll actually talk about the football and not about me anymore uh, thanks for <laughs> listening <laughs> enjoy these ads and we'll be back in a moment we took it all we brought them to our land an endless night ember hot and icy cold the rage of the earth we made this curse Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. 
Play it now with Game Pass. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back to It's All Cobblers to Me. Um, right. Uh Bradford came to Sixfields on Saturday and the Rascals won in the last minute. And I'm going to say it undeservedly, um, especially for that second half performance from the Cobblers. Um, Gutting, sad, sickening, um, frustrating, lots of different words that I think we could all use, but have... One of the things that I, you know, we we sort of talked about immediately afterwards was just how crap I think is the best word that we all felt about what had happened and the result and what it meant. Chesley, I hope you don't mind me saying this. Um, you said to me, "We're not podding, are we?" I I was like, "I can't do it." Yeah, <laughs> this was it's like last year all over again. I was like, yeah. "I'm not doing it. I'm not coming on." <laughs> And I was, I was like that going, right, okay. I mean, to be fair, you, you said, oh, we're not doing it tomorrow night. And I was like, well, no, we're not because Sunday night this was because I was at the award. So therefore we couldn't. Uh, I was like, well, don't worry. We're doing it on Monday. And I genuinely at the time when I said that, the reason why I said it quite bluntly to you was I was a bit like another 24 hours and you'll be feeling a little bit more. Oh, I feel totally rational. Okay. Yeah. This is like when <laughs> um, Simon from the Inbetweeners is told that he's moving to Swansea and he goes to night camps on the shed. That's how unreasonable it was. I was so unreasonable that we were listening to um, BBC Radio Northampton and mm. Sean went to speak to me. I went, don't speak to me. And we didn't speak from all the way from Northampton to Somerset. How we long is that drive? Four hours. We had to get out. <laughs> we had to get out. We had to stop in a McDonald's in Watchfield. And... Um, Sure, uh, I went in. Watchfield, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. Watch it, Watchfield. Yeah. Is Watchfield halfway? Mm, is it like halfway really. there? We're at Watchfield. Next up is Watchet. So, oh God, no, I wish. And you've got, and you've got just before you leave, watch out. <laughs> <It's a shame. laughs> well, I, I have to. I won't. He won't be listening. But I have to make a public apology to the Oxford fan that I probably was incredibly rude to inadvertently into McDonald's because <laughs> he went, "How did you get on today?" And I was like, "Are you having a laugh?" <laughs> Can you not tell by my face? Um, but uh, yeah, we didn't speak the whole way home and I was just vile, really. But I've had a lot of time to like decompress my thoughts. And my assessment of it is this. I didn't really expect to win. I don't think truly any of us did. And I think if you're a Cobblers fan expecting to win that game, then you're a bit of a fool, really. <laughs> However, what I would say is I don't think there's much you can do about the two goals they scored on the basis that, okay, yes, you can defend better, blah, 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 but it's going to happen. What would have really irritated me 
And there's, uh, by the way, uh, there is no justification to be irritated at this point. Exactly like Brady says, you just need everybody to be on your side. And that's true. Mm -hmm. But what would have really irritated me is if it was just 1-0 and passive. Yes. But actually, I said at halftime, if we go full on and we do not come off the gas and we get caught on the break, then so be it. And that is exactly what happened. And if you're a fan, you can have no complaints on that. That's just sometimes the way it goes. I did think after Daesh got his goal, we were going to do it. And I think that's yeah, why I feel so gutted. I think everybody mm. thought we were going to do it at that point. Every every single save that Harry Lewis made after yeah. that point, yeah. I was like, it, it's a bit like how, um, you remember when you played like Mortal Kombat or Street Fighter and you had the life bar for your for the characters at the top. Every time Harry Lewis made a save, <laughs> my hope and expectation of us winning the game slightly decreased. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it was like a, this isn't going to. It, it was the this isn't going to be your day bar. Yeah, and once that's it was yeah. full, yeah. once it was yeah. full, you, oh, that's when they the scored. Their this isn't going to be your day yeah. bar, day bar, day bar. <laughs> <laughs> it was the Hoskins one, wasn't it? That was Clicking the one where I think oh, everyone dear. thought, "Oh, it's not going to do it." Was it there was one? Uh, did Dice have another one? I can't remember. I just yes. remember yeah, yeah, Louis yeah. just flying around like a salmon yeah. getting everything what a keeper i mean we've seen um the crew keeper a few weeks ago do similar stuff but that was a different mm. level uh the bowie one as well when he went through great so, i swear so he got a touch on the hoskins i think he did well. as well yeah, yeah. yeah i feel like he did as well but yeah like jeffrey said you can do nothing about it there's nothing to be angry about at all mm. no not performance. at all they were um, amazing we go at it next week and it gives you a bit of hope if we play like that if we play absolutely storming forward and go for it we'll beat Tramir. I've got no doubt about that. It's the only thing that will stop us is ourselves, I think, now. Because yeah. we, we're we now in a position where a draw is not going to be enough. But I think we just got to be done with it. Like, Stockport are going to beat Hartlepool, uh, Hartlepool. We just think it going into the game. Stockport are going to win that game. I've got no doubts about that. Mm-hmm. So I think we've just got to go at it. It maybe helps us a little bit more that we know we've got to win. And if we go, approach the first half of Tramway like we did the second half of Bradford, then I don't think we're going to have any issues with winning that game. Um and I think fair play to the players because at one all, you think actually we could have easily sat back in the past this season. We have sat back, but and which is what I expected to do. I thought we'll equalise. We'll you know we'll think a draw is a decent result against Bradford, and we'll go next week, get the point we need, and we'll be up kind of thing. But actually, the, to see us flowing and storming through them, their, their defenders are on their knees by the end of it. Um, and to see us go and do that was pretty immense. And if we can just approach that with even half that energy hopefully with nine days rest it should be everyone should be geared up for it to treat it like a final again it gives me hope not just for that and but if the worst happens onwards for the two games after that because i think before i was like there is no way they're going to cope with the playoffs but actually they've shown in that second half injury depleted energy depleted they're going for it against one of the best teams in the league and I think we we just literally can't ask for any more from it at the moment, and it no. just gives me hope that that if the absolute hundred percent worst happens, we're going to be coming out of the season so disappointed and so sad. But what more can you do? At the end of the day, we're, it's it's something to be yeah. proud of that these players are putting in these shifts for us for for the last few months. Are you just desperate for them to get over that line and and do it? And I want I want to see you all on Sky on the pitch, bellies out. All sorts going on. Harry Bow's everywhere. Not <laughs> <laughs> no one needs to see. I just, that. Right. yeah, want it. I just want it so bad. I want it so so bad. Yeah, I mean, 
like I've gone through. I, I, I actually, I, I was absolutely gutted, right? But I was in Carsbar after the game immediately, and was talking to a couple of our Patreon members. Uh, if you'd like to join them, patreon.com forward slash cobblers to me, by the way. Um, then I was talking to. It was Malcolm who does our jingle for our post bag. And he was very, very down. And I sort of went, look, come on. There's still one more game left. We're okay. And it's in our hands. And I think that's the important bit here is that it is in our, our hands. We are not Stockport or Bradford, for that matter, the, the two teams that at this moment in time as we're recording can catch. Um, I'd rather be in our position than theirs because they could go and win. Bradford could go and win on Wednesday. I think they're away at Crew. I know they're playing Crew. Is it away? Yeah. yeah. They're away at Crew, home at Leighton Orient. Home against Leighton Orient, I should say. <laughs> Bloody um, Leighton Orient. <laughs> yeah. Um, Beecher Orient, more like. Um, <laughs> and didn't work, did it? But never mind. No, they <laughs> stay again. Uh, <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, they could they could win both their games. Stockport can beat um, Hartlepool. And still not go up if we do what we have to do. Mm-hmm. And I would rather be in our position than theirs in that case because it is, you know, we know what we've got to do is go and win. And as you say, or one of you said before, actually, I think knowing that we must win is better than going there going, well, we only need a draw. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because if, if that psychologically play, is damaging. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and not on purpose. It's a subconscious, subconscious thing, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. It's not, you know, nobody will actually be thinking that on purpose mm. at all. Yeah. But look but, at Mansfield yeah. in not this place, the, not, the 2000, 2004 <laughs> playoffs, right? Two 0 down <laughs> to Mansfield. Same at um, where was it? Cheltenham in the in the playoffs. Two mm-hmm. 0 down from the first leg. If we go into that game nil nil or one all or whatever, and oh no, sorry, one nil up or something, and we go there thinking we'll go and defend that lead, we'll. You know, we'll come mm. through it, we'll get through it. It's a, such a different mentality. What we saw in those games at Cheltenham, at Mansfield, when we turned them playoff games around was balls to the wall, all out, attack, go, go, go. And that was the only way we could play that day. And that th- this is what we need to do on Saturday, on Monday, sorry. Yes. It's just, we've got to win that game. And that's that needs to be the mentality to it. And mm-hmm. hopefully, I think if we get one or two nil up, I think we'll be all right. I think it's when we go, if we go a goal down, that's going to be the issue because it's the mentality again of of can we drag it back from from a goal behind? But I think if we go one nil, two nil, Tramir, I don't think will be that fussed in terms of wanting to get back into the game. Mm. I don't think they're going to be going all out to go and try and get a point or try and get the win out of it. You know, we've if but if we go one or two nil up with that two and two and a half thousand fans, whatever we got going there behind us, I, I'm confident. Yes. So all about the start. I think we make and go and go and get I- it done. I, I think that um, everybody is just so focused uh, at the moment on going and, and getting the job finished and done. At the end of season awards, the players um, left after mm. the dessert course. Yes. Um, Which didn't happen reason... last year, did it? I think they stayed a bit longer last season, apparently. Didn't I, uh, yeah, I don't. Here, yeah. yeah. Um, they were, yeah, so they... They they left after the dessert course. Uh, they were under strict instructions not to drink too you know yeah. much 
shots were bad. Uh, they enough. weren't. By the way, they weren't told not to drink. Uh, and in, in well, fact, I think, I think on the way in, on the way in, we were sort of told that the players have been told that they're not really meant to be drinking too much tonight. Um, however, if you know, if you offer them a drink, they are you know allowed to accept it. So if that's what you want to do, then then you can do. Um, but they're not going to. You, you probably won't see them. It's a very good much. job yeah. Sean wasn't in attendance because it had been on the floor. <laughs> I've got no yeah. issue with him having a drink as well. No, nor have I. I think it's great, not, actually. Not with like let it go. eight days. Yeah. Not yeah. With like also, days yeah. also they need to have a chance to celebrate the season because whatever happens, it's been a good season, right? Yeah. and uh, look, yeah, we, I mean, we can't, the, the, no, no one here can say, oh, you're bottled or whatever. It's It's been a good season. Yeah. Um, so they should be proud of what they've done in terms of standing in, playing different positions, covering for people putting shifts in every week for the last however many months mm-hmm. they they, sh- they deserve that night to go and enjoy themselves and i've got no issue at all with them having no. a couple of beers for i it. mean look they all they were they were all very very uh well behaved from it was on I, your table charles you... uh, so we had ryan haynes and nice. josh harrop on our nice. table both um really nice lads nice. um had a really really good insight actually with josh harrop um i asked him about like the injury situation for him he believes that it's fixed, that the issue that he had is now sorted. So he might not be match fit, which is, and he's still on crutches, but I mean, he's been and had <laughs> is match the fit, issue resolved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's had the issue resolved, essentially. So uh, the way that he was saying, uh, you know, what he was saying made me think, right, if he gets a preseason under his belt, and not necessarily with us, I don't, you know, I don't have any information on that at all, but. Um, you know, if he got a preseason under his belt, he'd be good to go and get back playing. And the really interesting thing with him was that, you know, because obviously he's come from a much higher level, came through at Man United's academy, sc- scored for United uh, first team, um, you know, and, and all this. And now he finds himself in League Two. And I asked him about, you know, how does he kind of feel about that? And he said, well, I think his words were something along the lines of, um, because it's it's due to injuries. That's why I'm in in this league, and that's why I'm um, you know trying to play football and having to take the clubs that that offer me work. Essentially, um, if it was a case of me being crap, then I would that would make me feel far worse. Mm-hmm. But I'm not. It's just you know the hand that I've been dealt. Essentially. Has has led him to to be at this level, but he was, you know, really positive. Both of them, Ryan as well, and every player that I spoke to, all of them super positive, super focused about next week. No, they know that they've got a job to do, and and they are. They're not just saying this. I truly believed every single one of them that said we will win. They are confident. Not to the point where they're being arrogant about it. They're confident in terms of the focus that they've got on the job that needs to be done. Mm-hmm. And they're just backing themselves. That's what it is. It's not arrogance. It's just them backing themselves to go and finish the job and get it done, which I think is brilliant. I think and- it... it um It's quite important that they are allowed... I think Brady's alluded to the fact that they're allowed to let Saturday go because I like mm-hmm. for example I, I know we've spoken about it uh, privately and Will Hondemark's reaction to that goal 
was just I wanted to just hug him because he just looked completely crushed. And by the way, that's fine. But it's that ability to box that and keep going because they were going to be crushed by that on Saturday. Everybody in the whole entire stadium was. But it's what you do with that as motivation, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. I mean... uh... I mean, I, I really felt for him because, uh, you know, in particular, he lost his man. He knew it. That's why he was so devastated, you know, on a personal level. Probably, probably I'm putting words in his mouth here, but, you know. Um, but you do. You have to let it go. And you have to go, look, we've got one more chance. And I, I just don't, you know, I don't want us to be accused of just being highly positive or anything like that. But I don't I, think we are. I just think we're realistic. <laughs> but yeah, but I, I just kind of think that my emotion has now changed to be, look, we've got another chance to go and do it. And if anybody had said at the beginning of the season, you'll be in this position on the last day to go up, win and you're up, you take it every single day. So, of course, it would have been nice to have got it done on on Saturday. But Bradford are a really, really good side. They've got an excellent manager for this level. And, you know, they've got an excellent following as well. They could have, you know, they they could have sold out their allocation, what, two, three, four times over. Could have sold out the entire stadium, shouldn't they? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it was always going to be a difficult difficult game and I think that was probably what a lot of us felt I mean I certainly did in the build-up to it I was like this is going to be difficult it's going to be tough I believed that we could win and I still think we just you know you could justifiably say that we should have won that game it wasn't a a, you know it wasn't a 2-1 defeat type of game I didn't feel Um, but the fact that we've got this chance to, you know, let bygones be got bygones with that game and go to Tranmere and, you know, try again, basically. Have that game. Go and get that sorted. I really just, I believe in this group of, of guys, of, of young men who are very, very talented footballers, certainly more talented than I am at kicking a ball around. And they are, super super committed in terms of the club and wanting to do well as a team now i'm sure that there's you know people will say well of course they will they'll have some sort of bonus if they you know if they do it or there'll be like a holiday like like what happened in 2016 and you know stuff like that and and, and maybe and of course an incentive like that is great but i actually think that even if they didn't have those incentives they would still be all in for this and and going yeah, for yeah, it. And it's it's great. And you look at how in the last few weeks we've seen a few things on social media, haven't we, of football players walking past fans without giving them any notice whatsoever. You know, our guys don't do that. Our guys are incredible. They yeah, know our guys have never done it this... either throughout no. many periods of time. Yeah. Ours have never done it. And, you know, you talk about how you want fan engagement. 
it was horrific watching that video of, of that little boy being completely ignored and we would never get that regardless of whether you've lost 2-1 in the very last seconds they'd never do it no I mean it was at the awards night it was great I, I talked to a, you know a lot of the players that night can't remember every conversation I had I'll be honest um, <laughs> but they were all you know really nice they took the time to speak to absolutely anyone that came up to them. They didn't have... I mean, as an example here, Danny Hilton tried to leave about seven times. <laughs> um, he kept, now, now, in fairness, I don't know whether he was actually joking about him le in leaving, but every time he basically went to leave, get up from his table to go, somebody else would come. And he did not show one ounce of frustration about that. <laughs> there was no kind of like, oh, goodness sake. Yes, yes, let's. It was always, uh, yeah, let's have a chat. You I, know, I swear, absolutely. I was so convinced that he was going to be the hero on Saturday, by the way. Oh, the me hero. too. I was like, as soon as he came on, I thought, yeah, actually, he looks up for it. He looks like his, he wants to do something. And he nearly nipped in behind at one point and, and mm. nipped in. I thought, it's, it's there for him on a plate to score his first goal and to, to make himself the hero. He's still good. But he's still good to, it's, good, it's good to see him like looking like he's really, really wanting to to contribute and play, doesn't it, now? It's, whereas before, yeah. it feels like fitness, whatever, it just was getting the better of him, but he does feel like he's, he's got a spring in his step now, so hopefully that's another option for us. Because, the yeah, that, let's just leave it at that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Charles, yeah. Charles, <laughs> yes. I need to ask you a question. Yeah. Question Did you time. tell John Brady that my tractor is available to help out the <laughs> Don't need the tractor uh, in goal. Well, no, but, you know, it would be a good help. I, uh, I I did not mention the tractor to John you Brady. I did tell him. I did. I have failed. I'm sorry. I did tell him in front of his wife that uh, I, I I really wanted to give him a hug, but I'll save it until on the pitch <laughs> <laughs> on Monday. I was like that. Go. Well, no, I was like either way. I'll come and give you a hug. <laughs> I was like, you just look like a man that needs a hug sometimes, John. <laughs> and, he, and he sort of went, Oh, okay, fair enough. Um, but no, I mean, look. You know, I had a really good chat with, with, with John Brady before the awards night actually began. And um, again, you could see the frustration and the disappointment from, you know, Saturday's game was there. But, um, you know, the focus is, is firmly on, you know, for next week. And that's what we've got to focus on now, um, you know, just to use the word again. And it's... It's doable. We can get it done. It will be fine. Um, of course, nothing like a good cobbler's away following as well as that. So. Absolutely. Yeah, we, I think this we play a big part here. Big part, a bit like the Sutton game. I don't. I genuinely believe that we would have not won that game without the fans. Mm. Um, there was just mm. something about that night, and I think we've got to try and recreate that. And not only recreate that as well, but also. Um, it, there was, there's been so many days over the years where we've just been relentless in support and you, you kind of just have to be there and just completely live it regardless of the result as well, by the way, mm -hmm. you know, regardless of the result, you absolutely have to live and breathe in those moments and the fans have got to do what they've got to do to mm. get these players over the line. Mm. Absolutely. Um, right. We'll take another break and we'll be back in a moment. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. 
For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back to It's All Cobblers to Me. It's post-bag time. To the post, to the post, get your comments and thoughts to the post. We're ready and willing to read out your scribbling, so get them all into the post. To the post, to the post, get your comments and thoughts to the post. Put pen to the paper, do it sooner, not later, and get it all into the post. Get it in. Yes, get them in indeed. Um, I've got an email for you chaps and chapess. Um, this is from James Bushel. Go on, the bush. Uh, hi, James. He says, "Hi there, big fan of the podcast. Thank you very much. Uh, I'm a massive town fan, living in Sheffield at the moment, and study building surveying with architecture modules. On the rare occasions I do come back to Sixfields for a game, the atmosphere is really subdued, uh, and everyone probably agrees. The West End portion has grown. Uh, the North Stand Singers Group try their." best in an open stand where noise disperses and lead to away attendances can also kill any atmosphere god forbid we become an established league one team the need for a new away stand would be vital as the derbies wednesdays uh, etc would sell out in seconds as well as clubs that historically previously might not have such as port vale cambridge and shrewsbury etc i have a couple of suggestions that i think could be a solution to the issues faced to make six wheels more enjoyable for an away fan and home fans a new away stand built up to the edge of the control room and double the height and capacity to the same design build as the wickham away end the stand would be of the same design as it is currently with space at the back of the stand resembling Mansfield's away end with food and toilet facilities built in. Whether permanent or temporary fencing could be extended outward to the edge of the car park when the cleanup and finishing of the east stand occurs in 2030, there is, an, I mean, that's optimistic, and is also space for a concourse besides the education centre which resembles Newport's away end. Um it goes on, but one of the things that he actually says that I think is very, very true, I want to say is the word, but he talks about how the North Stand in particular um, is basically open. So he's saying added side, adding side panelling to the stand, the North Stand, in keeping with the West Stand would increase the atmosphere. Singers at the back of the stand would also not be windswept. Uh, and a naturally larger roof and size to the stand would ha- would better help the issue um, of the noise not being lost. So that's James's email. So this is James. This is James. So James, I think your suggestions are great. My question to you is, do you know a millionaire? <laughs> well, because I think the suggestions are great, but the trouble is, it's, it's we've got to be in a realistic world, haven't we? 
I like the idea of I like the idea of um having sides. Is he talking yes. about corners, basically? No, well, no. I, the way I read it, Danny, as in was just like the sides, of sides, the stand. Side, yeah, yeah, side on the stand. That essentially, like you've got in the west stand, you've got that. Well, it's like paneling, isn't it? I guess mm-hmm. it's um, where the owl lives. Yeah, where the owl lives. Yeah. yeah. Um, For anyone that's not, in the not west stand, by the way, just, that just, kind <laughs> that kind of keeps the I don't know. It helps maybe keep the noise. Yeah going in one direction and would therefore make it sound louder. It wouldn't necessarily mean that it is louder. It would just be more easily heard. And one of the things that I, I constantly, forevermore, have always heard people say is that the folks that are singing in the in the south end of the west stand can't hear the north stand and accuse the north stand of never actually being loud. Well, I don't think it is a case of that. The north stand are usually quite loud if you're either in it or nearby to it on either side of them you can hear it it's just the fact that the noise gets lost so mm. it, I, I don't know if you remember but nen park their Stop big it. one no no it was curved do you remember it was like yep. curved the 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 um the roof yep. and that was all down all all done for I was going to say aesthetics. Aesthetics is Wembley, the wrong word. Wembley Stadium, the, n- the new Wembley Stadium when that was built, there was a lot done on that in terms of the way that it was designed, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. In order in to keep the noise. noise. Yeah. 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 And make the noise as noisy and loud as possible. I mean, well, it didn't, didn't really work because it was rushed in, but... Well, there is that. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it worked when we were in it. Oh, of course. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I mean, was making I... a lot of noise with the clappers on Saturday. <laughs> So much so that I broke mine. Sorry. <laughs> oh, don't forget, we're not allowed Could... to celebrate, Jeffy. Apparently, no, we're not <laughs> so allowed we're clappers. If Leicester um... have got them currently, and they're about to be relegated. So, I mean, oh yeah, maybe they. Um, could I make another suggestion based on that excellent email, Charles? Mm, absolutely. Uh, I don't know if you've seen Bournemouth and their stadium. They've I got have. like a on the sides. They've got like say. a mu- mural, mm. mural, 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 mural. Yep. Mural. Yeah. Anyway, one of them yeah. with like old players on there and stuff, and like big moments that they've like when they first yes. went up to the Premier League. I think they've got some like images of that and stuff. Mm. And we have some of them on the North Stand as well. It'd be nice that like painted it? on. That'd be a good. big big picture I could of paint big, them, big John but I Gale. Be very good. Yeah. I could paint a tractor for you very well. <laughs> it always comes back to a just a, <laughs> a painting of Chris Wilder's face on one of them. I I really just like to lure him back. No, what do you think? Lure him back. <laughs> Bayo could be on one. Uh, get um, get the frame free kick on one. Yeah. The, um, would, would, you have, would you have Keith and Charlie? <laughs> yes. Keith and Charlie Keith, good holding Keith, the, yes. the trophy his, up. His big get moment Keith where he just went, he went mental for three seconds. Earphones on. Keith's moment of losing himself for a couple of seconds with Nicky Adams. Yeah. One of the oh. finest moments, yeah. Yeah. Have to get that in there. Um I do I like it. It'd be like a bit of a, a montage to our history, wouldn't it? I mean, yeah, have you yeah. ever been to um, the Etihad? Because um, no. around the outside of the Etihad, I love this, by the way, they've basically got their history. As you walk around, there's like flat bits of the... Because the stadium is, you know, curved all the way around it. So there's like flat bits... And in those flat bits, there's huge like pictures 
of a moment from their history. So like the the um, the playoff final that they won in ninety nine. Was that ninety nine against Gillian? Yeah, Paul Dickoff won, yeah. Yeah, they've got that up there as one and then you know, a bit like what we've got in Cars Bar, you know, above the mm-hmm. bar where it's got the hit so it's a bit like that, but on a massive scale going all the way around their stadium. I love that idea. And I, I've always kind of thought if we could do something that had a bit more on the outside of, of six fields, just to show off, show us off a little bit, that would be quite nice. Because we've got the, the would you call it, a, mon- a montage or a, what would you call it? The, the like one a on the back of the North Stand. Oh, the, on the North Stand, like the, the collage. Pic- yeah. With all the pictures. Yeah, yeah, the, the crowd to be, that's the yeah, word. Yeah. Collage, yeah. yeah. Like if we had something else like that on, you know, other areas of it, that I think that would be make it really, look really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, from the outside, so yeah, but yeah, thanks for your email, James. Enjoyed it. Yeah, good uh, email. If you want to get in touch, podcast at cobblers to me.com, and you'll find us on Twitter, just search at cobblers to me. Okay, um, before we round this up, we need to very quickly talk about NTSC's women, NTSC women's team, yes. and their end to the season. What's um, a finish happened on Sunday. They were away to Doncaster Bells. We yeah. weren't sure where in Doncaster they were going to be playing. Turns out it was at the Keep Moat. <laughs> at the Keep Moat, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Um, and I, I quote one Abby Bruin here. Oh, we seem to like playing in stadiums. Yes, that's true. <laughs> Good point. 1,400 and something there, weren't they? Yeah, apparently so. Um, yeah, uh, everybody that I've spoken to that was there thinks that that might have been an exaggeration. It certainly didn't feel like it was that many, apparently, but that could just be not very many people in a big stadium effect. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. So, uh, yeah, um, really good. They won 2-0. 2-0. What a win. 2-0. Never thought I'd see the day when the Cobblers women were beating Doncaster Bells women. Especially away from home in a stadium, they've they've got to play posh still. Sorry, that blue lot from down the road still hmm. in in the last game. But I assume that was just rearranged, and this was in the stadium because it's the last day of the season and stuff. So there would have been a lot of hoopla around it from their point of view. Um, but that yeah, is a fantastic what a word. what a result! What a performance! What, what was outstanding for hoopla hoopla yeah you like that that was outstanding <laughs> love <brothers>. it <laughs> um great finishes as well by the way. alex dix racing through and um, score the first i don't know if you've seen them but it's the type of finish where you think you've t- you take it for granted with alex dix now that she's going to roll that in but it was a really difficult finish to to smash that in and then um who's got the second charles no dick's got the yes. second sorry yeah i was gonna say I think um jade belt yeah. sorry i got the first um, Alex takes with a second. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Superb yes, stuff. Was. Absolutely brilliant. Keep a clean sheet, two goals, and we're either going to finish fourth or fifth in the league. Doesn't really matter which, but we'll what fourth. a performance. We'll finish fourth. Because so. yeah, um, so. Doncaster won't want to lose two on a row or two. No, they won't. No, and they definitely no don't want to lose two um, to um, that blue team. So no, essentially, if, if that blue team do pick up a point, they'll go above us and finish fourth. But Either way, what a season, what an effort to finish in the top f- top half of this league, to finish in the top five of this league. Phenomenal performance, especially after the start we had. Gives you so much hope for next season and what uh, to build on what they've done so far is is such a superb effort from the management management team, the players, everyone to to go and do that. Absolutely outstanding. Well done. 
I don't know. Absolutely. Okay. Echo that completely. And I'd just like to say um, it, it was really good um, at the end of season awards. Um, they got me. So when the first team, men's first team left, they were all brought up onto the stage and everybody was, you know, round of applause and everything. And then they left. Um, they did exactly the same thing with the, with the women's team right at the end of the night. They brought them nice. all up on the whole squad up on stage everybody that's been involved um, this season in what has been a fantastic season and the reaction from everybody in the room was incredible. It just shows you how much this club, it isn't just about the football. You know, one of the things that Kelvin Thomas talked about before at the start of the evening, sorry, he used the word more than football. That's the award, the name of the award that the club won, uh, the European More Than Football Award. And they've kind of taken that phrase. Kelvin said that he really loves that, likes that phrase, more than football, because that is what our football club is about. It isn't just about the game. It isn't about one particular team. It's about everything that surrounds that. Football is essentially at the centre of what everything the club does, but it's not the only thing. And they use football, again, as a bit of a you know a pebble ripple effect type thing to just go out and do loads of stuff in the community. The way that the you know the fans are so connected to the club, you know, the fact that you can just go up to, you know, Kelvin. James Whiting, I mean, Tom Cliff, whoever, John Brady, Colin Cold, whoever, at any point that you see them within reason and they are happy to talk to you, you couldn't, you couldn't go, just as an example, you couldn't just walk into the boardroom at Man United and go and chat to a Glazer. You, you, you couldn't. I, I know that there's, obvious reasons for that that's but the, that's you couldn't do that there you couldn't do it at, you couldn't go and speak to Todd Bowley at Chelsea no, definitely can't do it at Leeds can <laughs> definitely not uh, <laughs> sorry Mike you, know, you, you can't you can't do it and yet at our club you can and that's because it's more than just the football and um, yeah it was a fantastic night at the end of season awards it was a fantastic day albeit the result didn't go our way on Saturday I thought you know credit to the fans for Turning up and for really trying to be the 12th man, again, it was, you know, from that respect, a great day. Um, and, you know, we'll just do the same thing at Tranmere and, and we'll mm-hmm. get it We'll get it done. By the way, did either of you see John Brady's post-match interview on Saturday? I couldn't just like to give to him watch a- it because I was really worried that I would get okay. so upset on his behalf. <laughs> I'd just like to give him a million Jeffy points, if that's okay, Jeffy. I, uh, I could double it if you tell me what's happened. Well, essentially, John Brady used the phrase, we go again, and immediately went, I hate that phrase. Yes. He said that, yeah, God yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can have two and, co- and corrected himself. So, yeah, brilliant. I, I thought it was great. Uh, anyway, roll on Tranmere. We'll have a preview show out later in the week with a Tranmere fan. Um, uh, Charles, got a game. Do you want a game? Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, let's go, let's end the pod with a bit sorry, of I fun. You were, I thought you were wrapping up. No, no, not at all. Oh, not sorry, at all. carry on. Just just leading into it, Danny. Oh, okay. Leading in. Got to lead into it. Um, so yeah, the preview show, that'll come out uh, later in the week. But before we go, uh, it's over to Danny for another uh, amazing, uh, brilliant 
um, spectacle. Disaster. Oh, can we just can we it's shout a... out? It wasn't Peter Gleisier that Sean. Oh yes, to yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was Steve Massey. Steve Massey, yeah. <laughs> because Sean, Brilliant. who doesn't speak to anybody, made a very good beeline for Danny and was like, "Hang on, I need to clarify something with you." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Correction. Yeah. What's it called? Corrections and correcting. You know what they do in newspapers. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> Correct yeah, yeah, yeah. Eric. Yeah. Thank yeah. you, Sean. For, for... Brilliant. For correcting that. Very funny. Um, right then, Danny, what's yes, this all about game, this week? Okay? Game. <laughs> Should we say goodbye so... to everybody that's turned off, by the way? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if everyone's heard the word game and switched off, uh, we'll, we'll see you later. But if anyone, any hardcore fans, uh, welcome. Welcome to the game. This week, Charles and Jeffy, we're playing... Like, bear with me. <laughs> this week, we're playing Armand's last game of the season. Oh, Armand's last game of the season. <laughs> all... All you have to do is to name anyone, any of the teams that the Cobblers have played on the last day of the league season since the turn of the century. Oh, okay. The year 2000. Oh. So anyone. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Got it? Simple, That's right? a nice one, that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Charles, heads or tails? Oh, God. Can it, can it land on its side? No. Heads or tails? Tails. That's heads, Charles. Of course it is. Come on. Uh, Jeffy, by the way, can first. I just point so, out, I'm yeah, going to be really some clarifications? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to be really bad at this. I've um, probably just got, a few. Sorry, Jeff. I've got like two. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, it's you know, all right. It's I might right. only have three or one. Yeah. One. Yeah. Don't worry. Um, a few clarifications. So this is the final league game of the season. So yeah, play- yeah. if we got to the playoffs that season, they don't count. It's the league game of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, if you name if you name a team that we've played twice, that takes them. You can't just go and name them again. That just takes them out of the game completely. Okay, fair um, enough. Yeah, so since the year 2000, 2000s included in the game. Okay. So. Okay. Uh, Jeffy, at first, let's go. That, just to clarify, two. does yeah. that mean the 99-2000 season last yes. day counts? Yeah. Yes, yeah. There you go. Anything okay. after the turn of the century. So, Jeffy, what do you got? I'm going to go for Grimsby. So, Grimsby. Ooh, shout. Very good. 2006, Grimsby, Ryan Gilligan on the score sheets. Fireworks going off everywhere. Wonderful stuff. Charles. I know what he's going to do. I know what he's going to do. I think I know where he's going. On. I've put some sunglasses on <laughs> just because I'm just basking in the glow of promotion glory. Yeah. On the England, England's Riviera, Torquay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Very good. Very good. Very good. Torquay. Jeffy. I think I know where you're going with this one, Jeffy. Boris Smith. Portsmouth, yeah, of course. Portsmouth, 2-1. Oh, yeah. yeah. 2016. Whatmore own goal and uh, Collins winner. Of course. Charles. Come on. There's loads. There is loads. Uh, there I is will loads. go for Mansfield. Mansfield Town. Three times. Are you... Yeah, uh, quick question. Three yeah. times. Are you counting the season that ended prematurely? Very good, Charles. Mansfield? Very good, Charles. Well done. Uh, that was a little joker, that was, because that was the was premature last game of the season. When, that of was course, the animal. The what longest, else happened? Suspension longest suspension in history, in history for Sam Hoskins. <laughs> well, I, don't, I didn't think you were going to get that. That's 2020 Mansfield, yeah. Also 2003 when we lost oh. 2-1 when we finished bottom of the league and uh, Mansfield finished 23rd. I think it was the bottom two playing each other. Darren Stamp with the goal oh, in that wow. one. And uh, yeah. 2004, obviously, the last game of the season before we then played him in the playoffs. Uh, Eric Sabin, what a legend, and Rob Ullathorne. Charles, oh, Jeffy, Rob, Rob um, what a player! I'm gonna go for. 
Um, Come on. Oxford. Oxford, of course. 3 1 in uh, oh, yeah. uh, da, 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 2014. 14, yeah. Yeah, yeah mm. 3 1. Uh, John Marcus, Ivan Tony, Mateus Dumbe. Oh, forgotten yes. hero with that day, wasn't he? Mateus Dumbe. What a, what a player. Charles, got to get one. His sudden death, by the way, Charles. Can I, on. can I, can I not name it? Can I just say last <laughs> season and we all know who we mean? Yeah. I don't okay, really yeah. want to say I'll it. I'll give you that. Yeah, yeah. We all know you know. Yeah. Up, up there in Cumbria. Yeah, yeah. Three, one. Hoskins, two. Yeah. Horseful. Yeah. Well done, Charles. Jeffy, back to you. Sudden death. Did you pull one out of the bag? Uh, Make a famous last days. Uh, yeah. Doncaster. Doncaster. Two, two. He got more than two. There you go. Doncaster, two, two. I went through, like, from um, when we played Grimsby and then yeah. up, if that makes sense. Yeah, mm-hmm. very good. Doncaster, two, two. Jason Crow, Mark Hughes. Doctor Day. Charles, to stay in the game. Name it. Chester. Chester. Are we thinking Chester 2-0, Andy Kirk, with both away? Or are we thinking... Well, I'm, I'm, think, I'm, I'm thinking there might be two, but I might be wrong. I, was the one at Sixfields, 2005-06, uh, was, was when we went up? Was that the last day of the season, or was that just the last home game? I can't confirm or deny it, Charles. You've got to give me... Are you saying okay, Chester well, an answer, or are you saying Chester not an answer? No, Chester's the answer, but I don't know whether it's the home game or the away game. Okay, you're going to say sure? it's neither, aren't you? It's neither, Charles. <laughs> oh, it's neither. Rush. Chester, the two-nil oh. away was, I think, penultimate game, as was the Chester home game because oh, we yeah, went up the, and then we went to Grimsby. Grimsby. Yeah. Oh, is it Grimsby? Charles, oh. Come on, Jeffy wins. Oh, there you go. Did I yeah. win? Well, Jeffy, you won. Well, Jeffy. Shut up. Did I win? I've never won. Shut up. Shut up. Get out of my Shut up. I've never Let won. Me, uh, <laughs> well done, Jeffy. I'll run through the others very quickly before the end yeah, of the pod. On. Walsall, 2001, lost 3-0. What a disaster very that was. Uh, yeah. Season after 2002, Cambridge home, 2-2. John Hodge, 90th minute okay. uh, for that one. 2005, we didn't get Kidderminster, 3-0. Andy Kirk. Yeah, goal, I remember Josh that. Lowe, two. Yeah. Uh, 2008, Tranmere, 2-1. Bayo and Huberts, the goal. What a remember that one as well. season that was. Could we have gone with Tradmere for this season as well? No, because it's not happened yet. No, because we haven't played them. Come on, Charles. Okay. Rules. Yeah, but we know it's the last game of the season. That's what. No, it might not happened. be. Um, An alien invasion may happen. <laughs> uh, Leeds, of course, 2009, 3-0. Oh, balls. Yes. Remember that, remember that yeah. Uh, Berry at home, 2010. Bayo with a goal. Morecambe away. I forgot about this one. Morecambe away, 2011, 2-1. Kevin Thornton and uh, Bentoza. Yes. With yeah. the goals. The season after that, Rotherham away, 1-1 with Bayo scoring. Yeah. Uh, 2013, Barnet, 2-0. Ray of Donovan and Luke Guttridge just before the playoffs against Cheltenham. Uh, 2015, Wickham, 3-2 defeat. Uh, not a lot went on there, but that was obviously the home Chris Wilder. Uh, home. 3 2 okay. uh, 2017 Gilliam home 0 0. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. I was truly there. memorable. Uh, you remember when, this um, one, Jeffy? Sorry, we had a penalty miss. Sam missed a penalty. Yes, I think he did, yeah. Um, oh, I've got another one now. Yeah. Go on, carry on. Sorry. Yeah, 2018, 2018, Oldham at home 2 2. I yeah. think relegated them. Yeah. Uh, Grimes, uh, what's his name? Matt Grimes. Matt Grimes. Scored the first. Who got the second, Charles? Quick. Extra. No points, but. Matt Grimes was the first on that day. Um, I think he, the player of the year might have scored that. I think he was, maybe. 2018's player of the yeah. year. Crooks. 
Ashton Taylor. Oh, God. Goes. Pretty sure he won Player of the Year that year, didn't he? Did he really? <laughs> I think so. I mean, what was... a season. <laughs> well, well done, him. Uh, yeah, and then season after, Bye, obviously, Ash. Oldham again, away, 5-2. Hoskins, Pierre, Andy Williams. Oh, of course. That was Rice. an amazing day. Yeah. What a day that was. And Scott then... Pollock came on, and I thought he was going to be amazing. Yeah, <laughs> did we all. Uh, and the other one, we didn't get Sunderland away, 1-1 with Hoskins. Oh, yeah. In League One. There you go. Mm. Game done. Oh, I enjoyed that one, Danny. Very good. Well done. I hope everybody else enjoyed the game. If you're still here, thank you very much for still being here. Thank you very much fair, for listening. We did quite well there. You did? I think we did. I think we did, Jeffy. Yeah. Um, right. Okay. That's it. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you very much for, you know, just being here and supporting the Cobblers. And thank you for helping us get to the point where hopefully this week will go incredibly quickly and we'll get to Monday before you know it. Uh, as I said before, we'll back with the preview show uh, later in the week. Hopefully see you on Monday on the pitch. Come on, Cobblers. Just right out of the Up the top. Way! There's the cup. There's the pictures you'll see on tomorrow's back pages. The Cobblers are going through into Division 1. Bring them on because we deserve it. Social Podcast Network. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.